All right, let's try this again. Second time through. What's up, guys? John Sintes here, Cutter Nation Podcast. Had some technical difficulties. Lost Casey. No big deal. We got Sam All right, here, though. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get him back in here. Uh, Sam can cover uh, some of the information. We're going to go over that. But we'll try this again. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Mash the like button. Check out our online store at CutterNation.net. We've got hats, shirts, all kinds of cool stuff. Today's Friday. We call it Red Nest Day. So um, we it's rock Wednesday. the Reds. Um, or Wednesday, yeah. Not I didn't Friday. Say, I said Friday. I it's said Wednesday. Wednesday. Today really red. Red and I just, I just randomly have a we, red. We, red, yeah, red. we, we rock, we rock red on Wednesdays for Red Nest Day. So it's we try to, we try to make it fun, you know, as as routine baseball players do. So, but I like to further, look into the future. I like to look into the future. So I'm wearing grout fit and. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we have fun sorry, names sorry, for stuff like that. Just killing the so. intro, killing the it, intro. It's all good. It's all good. Um, Sam, uh, welcome to the show. You've been on uh, a couple times, I think, actually. Um, but uh, since then, I'm pretty in excited. In the last 20 minutes, in fact. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you are the uh, head coach at College of the Desert, which I'm so awesomely excited for you because it, it is such a great opportunity for you to bring your style and personality to the baseball community and especially with a team like that you do so much um good for people you have the sd project which is a nonprofit that you run um which brings you know great attention to some very uh, underprivileged areas and helping them out with with getting sporting equipment to help these people out. You're just a, you're a, a phenomenal human being in general, despite the angry look of what I'm used to as we face each other in the Pecos league, the, the tattooed guy with the, with the good beard and the, and the arm sleeve and the, the taken G hacks in the box. So I appreciate you taking a little time out of your day and I'm really excited for the San Diego area to, to get a little bit of insight of you and your personality and, and um, what you're trying to do over there at College of the Desert. Yeah, awesome. I appreciate it. Um, so, um, yeah, we're kind of where we started off um, before and I know I've been on before and I know we've, we've had some battles in the past. I miss those days for sure. Um, and uh, but yeah, now now kind of going on the other side of the field and coaching and being able to give back and, and um, pass down all the mistakes, the thousands of mistakes that I've made and and watch all these kids and try to implement that on them. Um, and it's cool. You see a lot of and I know you probably get this as well is um, I do see a lot of myself and a lot of these young kids and and where I was um, headed off in the wrong direction from a baseball standpoint. Now I can, you know, pick away at what they're doing and and give my insight on what my, you know, what I learned throughout my career and try to teach them at a young age. Um, whereas I feel like I started learning good baseball too late, you know, mid twenties and things like that. And, um, these kids are, you know, they're still young, still, still, um, it's like sponges with information and, and try to help them in that sense. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to be a, a head coach. The responsibilities are, are, um, much, much more. That was one thing I had to get used to rather than being an assistant, um, but, um, I know what I was saying before we got cut off the first time was, um, um, how helpful my coaches have been in that aspect and how valuable Casey has been in that aspect where he has managed pro ball and he's managed at the college level for, uh, for a long time. He started very young. Um, I think early twenties, he was managing baseball. Um, and he is an awesome baseball guy. He's done a lot since I've met him. He's the reason I'm out here. Um, and, um, it's really cool to be able to, um, 
bring him in on, on what I'm doing and then ask for his advice in a lot of scenarios um, with our kids and on and off the field and just any, really anything, anything we have going on. He always has awesome information. And um, a lot of the good baseball people I've met out here um, through the Palm Springs Power and, and uh, through Shadow Hills and just a couple organizations that helped me get to where I'm at at this point. Um, and I even I even reach back to my college coaches and things like that. You know, he's been my, my coach from Cal UPA. He's been coaching college ball for a long time. And um, I like to get back and reach back to him and ask for his advice on things. And um, so but it's going good learning process uh, kind of just dove right in, you know, at age 33. And, and um, it, it, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Recruiting very heavy right now and um, trying to kind of rebuild a program. And uh, the area is beautiful out here. I love California. Um, and I'm definitely very excited to bring my style. Like you said, my style of baseball, I think, um, is somewhat different. You know, I, sometimes I, I describe, uh, myself as a, as a football player playing baseball. Um, that was my, really my first love was football. And, um, it's a very violent and aggressive sport. And that's how I like to play. That's how I, I was mentally. And, um, I think that I just carried that over into my game of baseball which, um, which was, you know, that's, that's kind of how I, that, those are the players I'm drawn towards. That's how I like to teach. That's how I like to act. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, you know, it's led to a lot of broken bones and surgeries, but, uh, it's just how I like to play. And it's, it's, uh, that's what I try to pass down, you know, aggressive violence. And, and, um, I think the one big thing I learned from playing like that is not, is not being stupid. It's very easy to play stupid when you, when you play with that mentality, you know, you want to, what I needed was to add some baseball IQ into the craziness of, of my baseball game um, to kind of clean things up. And that's, that was my, uh, that was my big learning point as I was playing. So um, yeah, so it, it is, it's a, it's a, it's definitely uh, my style. You got to see it for a little bit, you know, and, 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 uh, but yeah, I, I uh, so here, you know, here we are, we're in this funky time now where we have all this downtime and, and we're all just waiting to get back on the field. Yeah, I, I uh, imagine that if you have nine guys that have your approach uh, and and your swing, like it's going to be a rough time for the pitcher. I, I, you know, we talked about it before about the battles that we have, but I also, um, I don't know if I have talked about this on the podcast before, but me watching you face other guys on our team and and just the you get you hit some mammos in in Trinidad, and I remember being like in the dugout, being like I I trying to tell you guys do not throw first pitch fastball to this guy. That, that approach he comes is, with a lot of horrible strikeouts though. You got to talk about the horrible strikeouts I had too. If you're gonna talk about the home runs, hey, you didn't have those against us. I tell you what, it was. If, if if that was happening, I didn't see it. I'll tell you that, you know, because you you hit, dude, you hit one over the tree in Trinidad that I remember the guy that was throwing was was a little bit cocky. And and I remember our closer looked at me, Bowser looked at me and he goes, I tried to tell that guy, like, you got to respect this dude. Like, I know he's a little bit shorter, but he's going to swing it. And if you give him a cookie, he's going to crush it. How yeah, tall the, are you? The What's that? How tall are you? Uh, 5'11", but I always tell everybody six foot. <laughs> always. I've been putting six foot on my baseball resume and all that for years now. Always, You always have to give yourself an extra inch and like five more pounds. Always. I've been for doing sure. that since high school. I think my dad, that was a tip from my dad. He said, no, man, one more inch and a couple more pounds. What are you doing? <laughs> so I'm always, yeah, so you, from a baseball standpoint, I was always six foot, you know, 182-ish. 
185. But uh, <laughs> now it, I'll tell you what, the uh that mentality is like you either some some kids i try to explain like it's hard to just make kids be like that like it's it's just yeah i think it's just something that most have you know you'll hear a lot of coaches say yeah you can't teach this you can't teach that you just have this um and i think that's it's like 50 50. like i do think that you can teach that mentality and kids can jump on board with it and um collectively play as a group like that and um but there are a lot of kids where it's like, it, it sounds like it would be that easy, but um, some kids are just not made like that. Some kids are not made with the killer instinct and the violent mentality and super aggressive. And, um, and, it's, and it's always easier to um, take a kid that's way crazy and over aggressive and calm them down than somebody that just doesn't have it. And you keep trying to push it and it gets frustrating. And so, um, it is. It's a challenge. It's, it's challenging to know all of your players, know their personalities and know how to push them. Certain ones you got to be harder on certain ones. You got to ease up, you know, and that's the that's one thing Casey definitely uh, <clears throat> told me he learned in his career of coaching was like managing all the different personalities and knowing how to treat everybody. It's not just um, here's my 30 kids. Let me treat every single person the same. Let me tell everybody to do the same thing. You know, baseball is a is a crazy game, and you got you know. I like to let kids. Um, sorry, I got a phone call there. I like to let kids be comfortable and uh, play their game, and then whatever we see that we think needs work, or whatever we think we can add in, um, then we try to add that to kind of like to their weapons, you know. But um, I'm definitely not the type of coach that is like, uh, I, I mean, just, just the way I was, I like to let kids be comfortable. Play how you like to play, do your thing, and then let me see what you got, and then let's, let's pick away at it, you know, as, we, as time goes. Um, and I'm learning, too. Like, I don't know everything, you know. They're, they're, I'm definitely not the type of person that's going to say, like, oh, you know, my way is the way. And this way, yeah, I'm, I'm an I'm a open book, man. I, you never stop learning in baseball. And gosh, I'm only 33 and I was always a raw player. So um, I, I learn a lot. I, I'm learning every day too, you know, and, and I think even some of the older coaches I've talked to, they, they say similar things. They say the learning is never done. You never stop learning baseball. You never just sit in your chair and say, well, I got it. You know, that's it. I, I got it all, you know, and it's just forever, you know, something different, something new you see. So um, that, I like to be like that as well as a coach, very, very open-minded, you know, and and, um, and and the main thing is letting players be loose and let them enjoy themselves and letting them, you know, I don't, I saw players play up tight and nervous and scared and it's a disaster. So um, I definitely make sure that I, I let them know I'm not that type of person, you know, make mistakes, mess up. That's how you get better. That's how you get better in baseball. That's how you get better in life. But the same, obviously the same mistakes over and over and over again, that's whenever you start to have the problem. It's like, come on, we got to make adjustments. Let's be smart, you know? So um, but all, yeah. So I don't know if I got off track there. I just started rambling, but no, I, I loved it. I love the mentality. I think that's what, um, I, I really want people to see with you is, is, um, your desire to win, um, was easily, oh yeah, that's the, you're going to jump back in Man, I can't hear again is the phone call jump back in. Um, man, this is, this is turning into quite the day real quick. Hold on. Me. Um, so Cass, what I was saying was one of the things that that was pretty exciting about uh, uh, Sam was it was very obvious in his want to um, win every at any cost. 
Um, and so how about now? Can you hear us now? Yeah. Okay. So I, I was just saying it was, it, it was one of the things that I wanted the community to hear was it was obvious to me, you and I barely talked maybe in BP or, you know, we were enemies kind of thing as, as, as the way I saw it. And just as a respect thing, we didn't really communicate that much with stuff, but it was obvious to me that you wanted to win. That, that was, you were there serious. Um, and you and I agree on the fact that the Pecos league, we understood what it was, but the baseball that was there was, it was some real, it was the most fun of baseball that I've had in a really long time of playing despite yeah. the factors, you know? Yeah. I, man, that league, I could talk all day. Um, just about everything that it, like you said, especially now that we're done and to look back, like, you know how that goes. It's even though when, when you're playing, you're like, this is the last place I want to be, you know, it, and, but then when it's, when it gets closer to being done and, and you're sitting and you're not playing anymore, I would go do all that stuff for free and play and all, you know, it was, that was such a blast. And um, it's crazy. Like to me, I, I don't know if anybody, everyone thinks like this, but like during pro baseball, I think it just comes with the territory is um, it was stressful. It was, a, it was very stressful all the time. Um, Cause you're never where you want to be. And, and like, especially being more towards the bottom half of professional baseball, you never have time room to mess up or you don't have time for a bad season. You don't have time for a, uh, a slump and you're always trying to move up and like, and then when you're in that position, moving up is still not even close to where you want to be, you know? And, the, and it just seems like you get so far away. And um, I know it was like, I wish I could have enjoyed it more. You know, I wish I could have, now that I'm done, I wish I could have uh, been more in the mind where it's like, you know what? I know that this is probably it. So I'm going to enjoy this year rather than like be every game, do or die, do or die. And I just couldn't, I could not do that. Like as a competitor, um, I couldn't do it. My last year in Sonoma, that was my mindset. Like they didn't know that. I wouldn't tell them that at the time, you know, but in my mindset was my elbows destroyed my, my other arm. I can't throw. I've been getting shots in my arm. I know that I'm done, but they still want me and I'm going to go play pro baseball. I'm not going to get a job yet. So like, uh, that was my mindset. I told my parents, I'm like, I'm going to enjoy one year of baseball. Finally. You know what I mean? Like I know that I'm done. So I'm going to enjoy it. And I could not do it. As soon as I started doing bad, pissed off, mad, won't talk to anybody. I'm looking at the stats. I'm not at the top pissed. Like I couldn't do it. Like my, my competitive nature would not allow me to enjoy the freaking game like one time. So um, I don't know if that's just me or like, like how do you guys feel about that? I do. I, I think I understand the box is the box is messed up, man. Like um, it, honestly, the more I know about everything, the only people that ever make it at the highest level know exactly who they are or are so dumb that they can't even understand who they are, what, right? Like they don't even know how to ask that question, right? So I don't know. Or it's just like the guys that are so willing to be ignorant, you know? So I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's, it's a messed up thing because so, – so the only way that I was thinking about this is like if, when you said football, the, right away I'm thinking like I remember my pitching coach um, who played football at ASU. Um, he was like, you can't do that because it's not the same thing. As soon as you do that, somebody punches you in the mouth when you're not looking. And, and so it's interesting because I don't think that that's a good way to combat that, 
right? So like telling that to you wouldn't be very helpful. Hey, that doesn't work. Oh, sweet. Thanks. It's yeah. like, okay, what, what do you do with, with a personality that's like driven like that? Like, like in, in a great way. Right. So you just have to figure out as, as the players, how do you, how do you like um, channel that? Right. And how do you manipulate that to your advantage? Um, and I think, you know, th- I, I think this is going to be a lot more common. I think this is going to be part of coaching. I think we're going to get a lot better at this. Um, I think psychology is is coming a long way just in general outside of this. And I think it's going to be starting to be a big part of human performance. I think you're starting to see that um, this is just in, in, you know, I, we just, I talk to people, right? I talk to, you know, I, I know that if we have parents that are, are nurses or, or young uh, teaching, you know, teachers, uh, I'm asking good questions and thinking about child development and it's, it's changing fast. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because I think those kind of things, Sam, are, um, that should be seen just as, as powerful as how, how do you swing the bat, right? How are you preparing? Right. And, and, and I don't think, you know, I know that Ken Revisa has had a huge impact on, on the game of baseball and the mental game, you know, but that's one way. It's one way. It's one lens of looking at it. So anyway, it's, it's so many ways, so many ways. It's crazy, you know? To- so I, 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 I'm going to throw it back to you. I do have a question. So you were talking about all of the different personalities on your team, but also that you're, you, you are kind of recruiting a certain kind of kid. Um, when you are trying to manage the different personalities, what are some of the things that you kind of hold your ground on? Like, what are the things that you don't waver in um, as far as like behavior or wh- what do you expect of your guys? You yeah. Know what I mean, no, that's a good question. So, um, and that's kind of cool. Um, that, that like being new, I've had have moments where I'm like, what should be my, you know, what shouldn't I waver on? What should be my rules and, and, and what shouldn't I like let go and think like, that's a thing, you know, that's something new to me. Where it's like, what are what's gonna be my style here? What's what what is gonna be okay? What isn't? You know, and um, honestly, like I do like this year was a learning process once again, and um, and I do want them to be comfortable. I do have a tendency to let it, you know, try to make it like a um, like from when we were playing, like a professional atmosphere, um, and keep it loose and let you know not be too crazy on everybody. And and um, I think what I learned this year was that's tough to do with college kids um letting the you know kind of being like let's do handle your stuff handle your business you know show up you gotta like you have to have a lot of organization and tell everybody what they need to be doing and really take control um you know because whenever whenever you kind of let it be like the you know let's play let's play loud bp music and you know outfielders you know what to do take your reps and you watch it all unfold it gets a little, it gets a little bit circusy, you know, like, so um, definitely trying to just implement like structure to it and, and go hard on that. So everybody knows what they're doing. When you show up, you check the board, you know, where you go. And then, then it becomes routine, you know, after a couple months of everybody knowing what they're, what's supposed to go on, but um, definitely keeping structure to it is one big thing that I needed to get better at this year. Um, and I spoke to Casey about that too. Is like I wanted, I wanted it to have that feel, but the college kids, you got to have a little bit more grasp on what they're doing, um, and just being accountable for everything. You know, the basics, honestly, the showing, showing up on time, handling your grades. Be, you know, um, uh, 
knowing how to handle yourself on and off the field, knowing how to handle yourself during games. Um, college baseball, and this is different, is like there's a lot of chirping. Man, I was just that, – that's another thing that caught me off guard is a lot of the teams you play, man, they let you have it. And I'm like – and I'm like looking at the other coach. I'm like, this is really what you let your kids do? And, and uh, so – I don't let them do that, honestly. Like, uh, I let them be loud and I let them cheer and, and, and you know, the basics. But um, I'm not a fan of, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, Bush League stuff and, think, you know, things. I kind of hold a grasp on that kind of stuff. I don't like them to be like that because they're under me. You know, these are my kids. This is my group. And um, and, and if I'm watching another team do that, I would, I would be like, man, I, like, I just don't like that stuff. And I know it's college baseball and everybody's different. So it's not wrong. It's not right. But that's not my style. We'll, we'll you know, my style was, yes, I'm going to go hard and, and punch you in the mouth. But I'm going to do, you know, I'm like quiet aggression. You know, I'm not going to be the guy that's flashing and doing all kind of crazy stuff. So you all hate me. You know, um, I'd rather do that through how I'm playing. And um, so I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, I have, a, I have another follow up. So I I had a in high school and and this is a little bit you know like i don't know because now i'm rethinking stuff like i'm i'm looking at this through the lens that i have in the past and now i'm rethinking it so it was like johnny high school right so you get to college and it's like dude the shit that you said in the dugout in high school you can't say anymore and and then then i just shut up and but in high school like that i would get i would get in pitchers heads like and i know it um, you know, and my team would feed off it. It was something that I liked to do. It was super immature and there was a better way to do it. But, um, so like, I don't know what, what's the balance though? Because like, how do you, how do you keep somebody vocal? Cause this is the other thing. I don't like the rah, rah bullshit either. Like, I don't want to sit there and just like say a bunch of positive things. I want to like be able to say weird things. Like I just want to be me. Yeah. And then do you know what I mean? So like, I, 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 that's probably one of the things that, um, I think is interesting to manage because I always go, um, like I want it to feel like town ball and that that's a Minnesota thing, but it's just like, it's amateur baseball that like polices itself. It's like, you have veterans on the team that are like, dude, you're being an asshole. We all think you're an asshole. So don't do that. And like, and, and it's so funny and like, and, and how people even manage the lineup, stuff like that. So, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking out loud here. I, I coached D3, played D3, and, um, you know, you're talking about the transition, and I've thought about that transition because I've only been an assistant coach. And, you know, the, the head coach that I uh, coached under, the same exact thing. You don't know how much I have to do. You don't want this job kind of thing. Um, yeah. Just because of all of the, the red tape and stuff with compliance and, and usually most head coaches have more responsibilities than just being a head coach. And, um, yeah. And then you have, I mean, Hamlin had 50 kids in their program. Like they went as a, at a, at a D three. I don't, I don't know. Tell us more about your program, by the way. I don't know anything about him. I haven't. Yeah. I was, yet. I was going to say that next is like, tell, why don't you, um, yeah, exactly. Never mind. You, you said it perfectly. Tell us about the program. Um, okay. So real quick though, cause I liked, I liked the, uh, the point you made was I was like that in high school too. Like when I look back, I'm like, Oh my God, like, I, I don't know how everybody didn't hate me, you know, like, um, high school kid, just confident as hell, 
so like it's good, like good and but there there's a lot to learn like and that's kind of um what happened in college like you get humbled very quickly I but then i'm I, like juan soto i'm like juan soto bro like if you just keep being that douchebag and you play the game now you're just a douchebag that can rake yeah like i don't know and then so, and then you're like 22 and you're like ah maybe i don't want to be a douchebag anymore but at least you're being yourself this is the thing this is sorry you just it, honestly it's just and and like i am i'm just like i said i've been through so many ups and downs in baseball and like i see my i see so much of the stuff that i did and all these other kids so I'm very reasonable with, you know, with coaching and, and what I say and, and when, when it's time to really get hard on them. And, and, but like, we've had, we have kids like that. And it's like, well, I was this too. And it took me a year to figure it out and learn. And like, that's what they're doing right now. Like rather than me absolutely annihilate them, I'd rather pull them aside and be like, look, this isn't high school anymore. You know, now when you do this, the guy that's coming up behind you is going to get hit in the back of the head and we're not going to be, you know, it's not good, a good thing. And, and this, that, so like, that's part of it. That's just a new part of, of being a head coach because there's a lot of head coaches that don't care about that. Like we play teams and I'm like, I would never let my guys do that ever, you know? And like, so I let them be loud. I don't ever say a word on any of that stuff, but like every now and then someone will say something and I'll just be like, whoa, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, 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 well, that's hey, hey, yeah, dude, it's just, you're on a word count now. Word count. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, it'll be like, let's go. And this one will be like, you piece of shit. And I'll be like, dude, come on. Like, so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's there's certain things where it's just like right on the spot. I'll be like, no. Or if another team's doing something, I'll literally do the same. thing. I'll lean back and like, you hear, you see this? Never. Don't ever do this. Like there there's, it's just, you know, I kind of, it's, I'm figuring it out on my own as well, but that's kind of how I treat it. It's like, you guys can go nuts if you want, but certain it's like you, you don't you don't say certain things that takes it to the next level and i don't want that underneath my coaching you know yeah so but um but yeah man in high school i was just as bad it was like i look back and i'm like oh so <laughs> i think the biggest thing with me uh was uh speaking of junior college and in like reference to yeah exactly twos yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, in in reference to um you know, the, the junior college experience from high school, it, it was such a culture shock, but like just a general, it was so different than anything that I had ever seen in baseball practice. And I see that that happens. And I'm excited uh, that we have my pitching coach from junior college coming on the, the show, Doug Martin. Um, he's the head coach at Northwest Florida State, but he's just, I was were, I don't even know what I was, to be honest with you guys. Like I don't, my high school experience was so much different because it was just not a very good environment. I was the only one that I felt like took it seriously. And then, so, you know, everything that I went into was brand new, really. Like every aspect of 630 weights to, you know, having to manage almost having no free time, you know, and not understanding what it meant to do every day. And, and like you said, uh, creating structure and, you know, there were things like uh, every there were twice a day you had to go to the coach's office before class and then before practice and then sign this piece of paper, you know, and, and do all there was all these extra little steps that you had to do that you had no idea what they were for. So um, and looking back on it, you know, the consistency is really what you he just ingrained it in your head. You didn't even realize it. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. you see my email, the things I get, I'm just like, 
what is i have no idea what any <laughs> of these emails mean fill this out go to this meeting like yeah it's just all of new stuff but honestly the first now that the first time the season is over and it's starting to come back through again um i i i'm like oh i remember this i remember so i could see how it'll get much easier second time through but first time through oh my gosh all the stuff that was getting sent to me and and things i had to do and and uh yeah it was a, it was a lot but man you i mean you I, with, between my nonprofit and coaching and doing lessons and clinics and traveling like i can handle a lot at once so um so i think that has helped that really helped prepare me for all this um for for yeah for the for the mass amounts of stuff that come in and like i said i think first time through it was a little tricky but i think the second time through it'll be it won't be as bad well, it, it's good to see you grow and, and we're happy to help, you know, get your information and your I need to know about the program. We got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly at. what I was going to say. I was, Who are you? I was going to say, tell us about exactly what you guys are trying to do, mentality, awesome? everything. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, I don't even think I said hello at all or introduced myself. <laughs> so I'm Sam DiMatteo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, I, um, I was, I'm the head coach now at College of the Desert and it's in Palm Desert, California. It's the only uh, college out here in, in the Coachella Valley. So um, yeah, it's a junior college um, and I was the assistant coach the last two years and I got uh, bumped up to head coach this year. So, um, and uh, we, um, yeah, we're just right at the moment, just recruiting very, very heavy. Um, I got brought in in a uh, kind of a tricky scenario. I got hired probably a month before the fall started la uh, well, this year. So, um, so we didn't, yeah, we didn't get to recruit at all. So, um, so this year we're, we're really trying, whereas I think most teams um, are limited on what, you know, what they want to recruit, especially with the virus stuff and players not leaving. I think um, a lot of teams are, are packed with players and it makes it very tricky for uh, seniors coming out of high school to get a starting spot. And I think that's kind of where we um, earn a good position because to me, it's more so we're wide open. You know, we were, you know, there was a few guys last year that showed some, uh, showed some potential. And, but overall, I think um, it, it just is what it is. We're trying to bring in a lot of new faces, a lot of new talent um, uh, into the program and, and have guys buy into, like we were talking earlier, the way I like to play, the way I like to coach. And, um, and with Casey, and Reed, my coaching staff, a very strong coaching staff. Reed, uh, my pitching coach, played 10 years in the ML in a MLB organization. He played for three different organizations. Um, Casey is, is right now is a uh, scout for the Braves, and he scouts with the Frontier League and uh, does a lot of a lot of stuff with pro ball and moves a lot of kids, uh, college kids to colleges. A lot of kids uh, are in contact with him, and um, he he just very well connected. So. Um, from that standpoint, it just makes it, it makes it seem like moving kids on uh, to other colleges because really that's that's one of the biggest things with junior colleges like development and move on to your next level. Um, between our coaching and what Casey's a bit, uh, capable of doing for these kids, it's it's a really good situation to be in. It's just new, and we just need it's more of you know we need to get the word out and and I think just as we coach kids and uh, they see what we're capable of doing, I think that will it will roll in the right direction quickly. Um, so yeah, we're excited though. This is the kind of the first, first time me and, and, um, my staff have been able to like use our resources and use, you know, our baseball, uh, community and circles to, to try to bring kids in here. So 
and it's working. We have, I think, I think the last month and a half, we've probably had like 12 kids commit. Some one's coming from Michigan. One's coming from Florida. Uh, I think one Colorado, like we, you know, um, kids coming from out of state and, and then as well as our local kids, local guys coming in and kids from a little bit outside of California. So we're getting a little bit of everything right now. And, and, um, so it is, it's going good. The, the recruiting process is going good. I just have to be relentless with it because I think most teams where they're, you know, they might have guys coming back and they've been there for a while and they're a little bit more established. Um, you know, they might not have to go, they might not need as many players to bring in where my mindset is um, uh, a whole new team. We're trying to bring in a whole new squad. So I have to wear, you know, I just feel like I can't let up on the recruiting. I need to bring in as much talent as we can to make a big turnaround quickly here. Who are you looking for? Um, we definitely need arms. I think we've been, we've been focusing on the arms, um, most first and foremost. Um, and, uh, it, and we have a couple guys coming back, um, that will definitely help position guys. But I think our because last year, honestly, or I always say last year, this year, um, we hit like we are, our hitting philosophies and, and what we were doing was working. We hit well. Um, and our, our, Pitching staff was uh, wasn't as strong, and it was it was almost getting to a point where we were uh, let, giving up eight to ten runs a game, and man, is that hard to game after game that wears on everybody. It wears it puts too much pressure on the hitters, you know, and and then it also puts pressure on the pitchers, and you know it, just, it you know it's just the domino effect. But um, yeah, we uh, honestly we we were a few arms away from from being able to be competitive. You know, that was where we were lacking a little bit, and then. Um, you know, a couple, couple young young players on defense. We had a couple hiccups here and there with our defensive stuff. And but um, I tell you what, they worked hard. That was one thing I could, I can definitely give them is like we did early work every day. Kids stayed after every day. We did weight room. We did so really. You know, even though the the record wasn't there, we did what we could do. We did we 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 put in our effort. You know, even whenever it was getting bad, we early work, stay late. Early works. You know. Um, so we, you know, the effort was there. It was just, you know, we, more, more guys, more talent. I think we bring in some, some talent here and I, and I honestly, uh, I think we'll be able to hang more so than this place has been able to, uh, in the past couple of years. So I faced some teams that had some huge freaking nerds, never give up runs ever. And, um, when you're talking about your staff struggling, um, I, I wonder, so we, we, we had kind of different conversations with a couple of people and, and I think that it's kind of interesting to like how you lay your foundation for these kids. Um, so I'm just going to kind of like lay it down. I don't, I don't know where I'm going to go specifically, but like, what if, what if you just don't care about how somebody throws or how somebody swings and you just taught them like how we're going to be, if you only did that. Okay, that I, that might be too extreme. But then the other side of it is, what if you only just teach the mechanics of it? Like in a classroom, off the tee, off front flips, and that's it, right? Are those that, which one's better? Man, that's a really you know, good question. And, and I really don't think it's actually the technical one, right? I'm, I'm much more of a, if, if I had to pick a side, I'm a li I mean, it's just because it's how I was. So I was more of like, 
let me just rip this dude's head off and hit the ball as far as I can and steal every base once I get on base. And I didn't, it, it, I wasn't a mechanical person. I was, uh, my mind is, is in a better spot than yours and I'm a really good athlete. So I'm just out athleting everybody. And uh, I have a very vicious mindset and it kind of just got me, it got me far, but it made, so this will be good. It got me really far, but it made me hit a wall because I think once you get to a really high level, you're playing guys that are the same as that, but are really mechanically sound. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's, that was the big learning uh, thing for me throughout my career was like, that's how I see it now. But when I was, when I was young like that, I didn't look at it like that. I just didn't know baseball well enough. I didn't play enough. I didn't have enough experience and enough knowledge. But now that I'm 33 and I'm just done playing and now I coach and I go back and I watch all these kids do their thing. That's how I see it. It was like, it was like, this got me, this, this way of playing got me here. But then it, I, I hit that plateau because I didn't have the clean approaches and I didn't have uh, clean mechanics. And, and at that level. Okay. Okay. So, so let, let, let me jump in there. So you didn't have these things and then how, what was the solution when, when you were told that you didn't have these things, what was their solution for you? Oh, just to do it, you know, just come on, man, start hitting the right field. See it deep. It's like, oh, like, that's like what my mother tells me, like from the okay. crowd. You know okay. I mean? Right. Like, so, so, so let's say you didn't get anything and you just got thrown into, I mean, to simplify, just live at bats more often, right? Would be the easy way to say it. Or some version of that more challenging thing and feeding into your aggressive nature and just exhaust that though a little bit, right? Like a guy like you is going to be like, let's fucking compete all the time. Let's do this. And, and that would be into your thing. And so I'm just like, I'm sitting here going... I just really think I'm going to come out on the back end of this feeling like I'm, I really don't care about the technique and I love it and I love it. But I just feel like what's what I'm realizing is when you lay the foundation of getting kids to be comfortable and getting kids to play like they have to feel like they're playing like very childish playing, then really good movement happens. Right. Because then the mind just like shuts off a little bit, is absorbed into the game. And then the actual smart thing is the, the, the body, like the body can naturally catch itself, right? When you throw, you should be catching yourself. You should be, you should be playing the game with the catcher, right? Like I'm going to execute this pitch and like your body just goes that way and stops and the, and the ball, you know what I mean? It just needs to be so simple and all of the best athletes do that. So it's interesting because you already brought this up. Then at the college level, you have to systematize it. There's no other way around it. And this is the cool thing. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not intentionally plugging this, but like, this is why I think our stuff is so similar to a college program is because that's why driveline is attractive to a college program, right? Because it, it boxed everything up literally, right. And made it accessible for people to copy and reproduce. Right. Um, but, but that's how, how do you tell these kids, you have to listen to exactly the things that I say on these X, Y, Z things, but then also like you do, you dude. <laughs> yeah. It is, uh, so. man, it's, it's so much information and like i think that's what like john was saying earlier is it's like um i'm just I, I just think there's so many different ways to explain things there's so many different ways to talk about it there's so many in and, and 
like one for me was um, like I got to coach with Coco Crisp uh, last year, which was really cool because I would ask him a ton of questions. And he played with a lot of awesome players. And ha he also had a lot of awesome coaches. Ricky Henderson was, you know, they, they would talk base stealing all the time. And I was a big base stealer. So I was like, man, what, you know, tell me what's, what, you know, I just wanted as much information as possible. And um, it's crazy to, to hear like his approaches and then mine, like so different. You know, so, and then like on the bases, things that he would look for, things that I would look for and, and things that Ricky Henderson would look for and what he would do. And it's just like, and then you go talk to another guy that was a similar player as him, but he might say all different stuff too. You know, what did you do with two strikes? Well, I did this. What did you do with two strikes? Well, I was still looking for this. Everybody is so different. So that's why it's like, as a, especially as a hitting coach and more of like a, a hitting specialist, man, it's, you really got to learn kids. You got to watch them play. You got to, you got to see what they like to do and what they're comfortable with. And it, it, it's a lot. It's, it's never can just be like, a, Hey, here's my kid. Look at him for a half hour and let me know what, what's the deal here. You know, like there's a, it's a lot, man. And, and, so, and, so if it's not obvious, I'm trying to like pat people on the back that are like recognizing these things and like make sure parents that kids that watch this is like, this is what it looks like when, when coaches are starting to like recognize these things and implement them into their coaching and it's so sad when it's not there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> From, you know, seeing players that have to play for guys that don't get this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and and uh, it, it's like coaching with Casey and being like, well, here's your, here's your 30 hitters for the summer. You know, man, it take to me, it took half the summer to understand them all. You know, it takes. Can you hear me still? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to log out and get back in. Hold on. It's oh, it's okay. We gotta run anyway, so it, it's it's okay. Um, yeah, we gotta run anyway. Um, so uh, let's see if you get. We'll give him a second just to get in here, and then we'll sign off. So, um, yeah, it's no. He's excited, right? He's got energy. He's he's super pumped about um, you know being able to put his his spin on it and affect kids. And like I said, he's a great human. And anybody that takes you know, sporting equipment to a third world country and tries to make them, you know, enjoy sport is way better. So this is a, a perfect Sam. This is probably a good little stopping point anyway. So um, why don't we uh, just let everybody know uh, a little bit about uh, the desert college of the desert. We're looking for arms, how they can, where, where's the information they can get a hold of you. And then maybe a little bit about your SD project and we'll sign off. Okay. So yeah, right now with College of the Desert, we're definitely focusing on arms for our pitching staff. Um, for you guys coming out of high school, we're in a we're in a really good scenario for you guys to get innings um, right away because we you know we we had a very few pitchers uh, last year that we think will be uh, effective for us this year, and we have a lot of open spots for for arms this year. Um, so uh, we definitely. Uh, well, to get a hold of me or to get a hold of us, you can you can message us on our uh, our social media, our Twitter. I think it's COD Baseball Twenty, our Instagram COD Baseball, or you can message me on any of those, um, Sam DiMatteo. But um, yeah, looking for guys to fill up the zone um, and, and throw strikes. That's what we were missing last year. Had some guys that had some decent talent, but um, uh, uh, we had trouble just filling the zone up. You know. So we're looking for guys that take it serious, that are going to work hard, weight room, on the field, off the field, 
looking for, for true baseball players that take it serious. So um, that, that is definitely a big focus for us right now for College of the Desert. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Sam, it's been great, man. I, I wish we didn't get so delayed. We could have done this a little bit longer, but yeah, it's all no, good. It's I'm sure I'm sure we'll get Casey on here and do it again. I appreciate it, man. You're the best. Um, we'll stay in contact. If anybody in the area is looking for a great JUCO um, and wants to keep playing baseball, reach out to Sam and Casey that, you know, the thing that really attracts me to them is that they understand the entire process. They've been through it. And they understand what they're trying to do and help guys get better so they can continue their baseball experience also. So uh, my hat's off to you guys for sure. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. Definitely. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks again, man. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I'll talk to you soon. We'll do this again tomorrow. Bye, guys. Appreciate it.